0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the BME Grad Podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Grace. And this week, our guest is Jackie Davi. Jackie is a UNC BME 2019 alum and is now a Senior Strategy Analyst for Triangle Insights Group, a consulting firm for life sciences companies. Jackie is here today to tell us about her career progression over the last two years and provide context for what consulting is like with a BME background and hopefully answer the question for our audience of... The question in everyone's head should i do consulting um so please enjoy jackie davi
1: welcome jackie we are so excited to have you on this week how are you good how are you thank you guys for having me good awesome okay so jackie you do consulting um for medical devices and and whatnot. Can you tell us a little bit about your job progression since you graduated? I know you were you interned in Durham, and then you were out in San Francisco, and now you're in New York. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, of course. So um, I did. I started an internship between my junior and senior year for my company, Triangle Insights, um, in Durham. And then when I joined full time, I asked if I could be in our San Francisco office. So then moved out there after shortly after graduation. And then um, with everything happening with COVID, my company was super flexible and my family's based in New York. So they allowed me to move back here. And now potentially we're expanding to New York City. So just have been able to kind of um, stay here and work on some of that expansion into the Northeast area.
1: So you're kind of like helping pioneer this area expansion.
2: More or less, yeah. Don't that's give me awesome. too much
1: credit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's super cool to like be kind of in the, you know, see the older offices and then like be in on the kind of the ground floor for for this. Um, one thing I want to distinguish really quick, we have heard the terms consultants and analysts and associates kind of thrown around. Can you define what those what those mean? Because I know they're different. Is that like a job progression thing or what what are those differences?
2: Yeah. So the one thing I will say before I kind of define what it means at my company is that it really is different at different companies. So it's really important to understand that terminology can change dependent on what company you're working at. Some may call you know, a, under a person who just graduated from undergrad an analyst like we do at my company. I've heard it also as junior associate, associate, junior consultant. There's a lot of different ways. So it really is dependent on the company. Unfortunately, there's not a great standardization from my understanding across the industry. But like I said, at my company, the way we define it is an analyst is usually someone who's come out of undergraduate and, you know, started their job here, and then they can progress to what we would call a consultant. But another caveat is that um, some people with higher degrees may join the firm at the consultant level, kind of skipping ahead of that Analyst
1: um, role. Gotcha. Okay. So it sounds like it's mostly like a progression thing and then obviously company dependent. Um, right. And so you're, you were, you joined as an analyst and you interned, right? And so what is it specifically at your company? What's that progression look like? Right. So you would join
2: as an analyst and really, I think the progression looks like, you know, as you're going, um, I got promoted to senior analyst and the next step would be getting promoted to consultant. And for us, the way that progression looks is just getting more autonomy in the work, more responsibility, kind of owning more of the project and helping to mentor others. I think another element of it also is the project types that you're on. So you may, as you progress, be on, you know, kind of more strategic type projects that may you know be more challenging than what you may have been uh, put on when you initially started Gotcha
0: so like on a given project what might be the difference of the analysts role and the consultant's role on a project
2: yeah so in terms of the actual project work we would share we work very cohesively as a team I think again it, it it's kind of, Volume of work, how much iteration that your manager may come in and how much communication you may have with them, you know, a consultant may be expected to kind of have that work. Pretty much client ready by the time it faces the manager whereas you know with an analyst there's more understanding that the manager may need to work more closely with them on that project and kind of have more of an iterative process but in terms of the actual work i don't think there's ever really a definition of like if we got project type a you know the analyst takes this versus the consultant takes that it's more just on like i said kind of autonomy and responsibilities
1: so can you tell us a little bit about what your company actually does like what's their focus in the consulting world
0: and like also their size because i think that's good context for how um like the workloads are shared definitely
1: right
2: so we are a small company we're about i believe between 35 and 50 right now um and we are focused in the life sciences industry so we are a strategy consulting firm but we work predominantly with pharmaceuticals biotech companies and the size of the companies we work work with is a super wide range so we may work with you know a startup company that's five employees to your you know large pharma players that I'm sure you've heard a lot about in the news nowadays so really just a, a range of the types of companies but all within that life sciences focus so again thinking pharmaceutical biotech type companies.
1: So you're saying what you're doing is more like strategy consulting versus like contractor work. And, and how do you kind of distinguish that a little bit?
2: Right. So there, there's a few different things I think of there's company size. So like we talked about, I'm at a smaller consulting firm. Then like you said, there's what type of consulting so i'm in more of the strategy consulting field and i think that's more kind of business solutions is the way i think of it i think it's what at least when i think of your stereotypical kind of consulting firms the big ones that come to mind those are going to be strategy consulting firms there are other kinds that may end up being more technical like implementation type consulting and i think the other thing is also what companies you work with or what, in what field. So I, like I said, I'm in life science consulting and that's just another way to categorize it. Whereas, you know, some of those bigger consulting firms they really work across the board with all different types of companies in all different fields.
0: I think that's a good distinction. Like you said, this the strategy versus the implementation slash like technical consulting. Like you might ad, you'll advise on new product development, go to market, Um, those types of things, whereas like an implementation technical person will come into the company and like achieve some body of work, maybe set up a new process for them, a new manufacturing line, um, something of that sort. And I think those companies that do the implementation technical stuff might call themselves consulting companies, but are usually referred to in the industry as contractors. And that's like kind of the distinction between a consultant group and a contracting group, but they might both be called
2: consulting that's groups. It's also simplifying it too. Like I know there are other types of consulting as well. Obviously I'm most familiar with strategy because that's what I do, but um, there are quite a few types. And I think it's a matter of understanding, not just the title, but the actual role and what that, you know, when you're going to the interview, making sure you're asking what the actual work is to understand better what you know, consulting is so vague. So understanding what it, it means to be a consultant at that company.
1: Yeah. Gotta read that job description carefully. <laughs> so,
0: if, if, so I guess what I'm thinking, I'm thinking of it from like a search perspective. If folks want to find strategy consulting companies like yours in life sciences, medical devices, et cetera, how do what, like, what do they look for to identify those companies?
2: I definitely think if they're a strategy consulting firm, they're going to be using that terminology. That's what I've seen in the past. I think um, you can look at the project types and see, you know, because a lot of companies will advertise, we do X, Y, and Z type projects that solve these types of problems. And I think from the problems and the types of solutions they're giving, you can tell what type it is, like, again, for example, implementation would likely say, we implemented this, you know, system into at this company, and, and that's going to be the way they describe it. So, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of companies online will advertise, they'll have case examples of what they do. Um, we do these project types, and here's a description of them, and I think that's really helpful to understand what their actual work is. And I think also one thing, and I know, I feel like we were, well, I feel like I did not take this advice enough, um, reach out to people that, you know, at the companies and that's the best way you're going to understand what they actually do. You're never, I mean, you can tell from the website and you can tell from their LinkedIn profiles potentially, or, you know, the job description, but really at the end of the day, sitting down and having that conversation is where you're really going to understand what that work is. And I think That if I was trying, you know, if I was going into consulting and want to understand where I fit best, I think that's the best advice
0: I could give. Totally.
1: Definitely. Okay. And so what is, what's kind of the project breakdown? Like, do you have typical day-to-day roles? Is it mostly project-based? What is that? What does the work kind of look like?
2: it's so project based so actually i get this question a lot people often ask what my day to day looks like and it's such a tough question for me to answer because it is genuinely so different every single day i mean within a project there may be some consistency in that you may be speaking to physicians for a week straight and then you know you know for that week you're going to be on the phone with physicians pretty regularly so those day to days are going to look the same but then the next week you know you might be then synthesizing those results sharing them with the client so you're day-to-day work the next week is going to be so different. So it's really so driven by our work, our project work with clients and kind of what the project needs are at that time.
0: Do you have a couple examples of like project types a company might bring you in for?
2: yeah of course so um actually a really cool project i'm working on right now um that i was excited to talk about we are working on a go-to-market strategy for a digital therapeutic which i find super interesting because it's this kind of new space people don't really know a lot about it i mean digital health is kind of in my opinion at least exploding right now especially given covid so there's a lot of, of just a lot going on but basically we're trying to help that company to decide what best practices there are before launch. So deciding you know, key activities that they might wanna partake in, how you know, they're going to think about clinical data, how to represent that, You know, if they wanna go through FDA regulation or not. So a lot of those things preparing for their commercial launch and kind of learning from what others have done in the space, what did and didn't work, as well as we're getting perspectives from both the internal client team as well as other key stakeholders. So clinicians, um, people at health insurance companies, just understand kind of all these different perspectives and put together kind of this guidance for them.
0: Okay, so you're still helping them like guide the final state of their product.
2: Right. Okay. But that's not necessarily, that's one project type. I think another common project type we do is a client has a product in development um, and they're interested in understanding what that revenue potential is for their product as they're developing it and kind of what clinicians are thinking about their product as well as what insurers are thinking, whether or not they'd cover it at different price points. And we, you know, speak to those different individuals and kind of synthesize those findings and give them both a qualitative perspective. You know, maybe clinicians responded really well to this aspect of your product or they really didn't love this aspect. Um, You know, this price point seems to be really great you know, at this price point, you're very unlikely to get coverage from your, you know, big insurers. And then with those qualitative, we also a lot of times will produce a forecast that actually, you know, puts those kind of qualitative perspectives to a final number to say to the client, this is what we're estimating, you know, how we're estimating your product will do. And, you know, those can be flexible as well, given, you know, you shift the pricing, how does that change things? So.
0: So what's like the long, what's like the shortest slash longest amount of time you might spend working on a project with a client? I know it. there's probably like a wide variation, but like what's your typical project timeline?
2: Yeah, I'd say they're usually about four to six weeks is what I'd say the normal is. Um, but as you said, that varies. I mean, sometimes we're called in to do like a due diligence. A client is just looking to you know, understand if a company is good to purchase. You know, that might be a, a quick two week thing, right? We look at the company, we kind of give them our say on it. Um, or like the project I'm working now on now, the go to market strategy, obviously, I'm sure you could tell from my description, a lot more involved. There was a, there's a lot of steps to that project. So this one I think is gonna be about three months, maybe longer, um, just depending on, you know, how the work kind of unfolds.
0: And so why do companies, those are like, I understand the examples of the projects that you're kind of laying out. And I'm just thinking like, from my perspective, like we might hire a consulting group like yours. So what are, what do you find are the reasons um, your group is chosen? for these projects? Like, is it usually like they don't have enough time to do it in house. They don't have enough staff to do it in house. What do you think is the, the driving factor?
2: I think it's, what definitely one ele- element of it is expertise, right? We've done a lot of these projects before. We've spoken to these individuals. Um, we know the right questions to ask, how to get the right information. So I think that's a large part of it. I do think there is some element, especially when you're looking at these smaller companies, just if they don't have the internal capabilities, like you said, they don't have the teams to be um, facilitating this work, so they're hiring outside, but I, I think those are kind of two key reasons that we see that they would hire a consulting firm.
0: Right, and so expertise is something interesting that you pointed out because you're kind of, in addition to like your processes for solving these types of problems, which is like one element of the expertise, another element, which I think ties in well to your BME background, is like the focus of your consulting firm. Um, just who you're networked in with, knowing the types of professionals you usually deal with, and. Um, you know I'm sure you get a lot more technical than other types of consulting might um, which might be the differentiator between like a BME grad going into consulting versus what people think consulting is on like a a broad scale that was a long question but does that make sense (laughs) yeah I
2: think so and I think that is true I think And this is something I like a lot about my company. We hire from a pretty diverse background. So you have, like you said, somebody coming from BME with more of that engineering experience. We have a lot of people who have PhDs, people who got MBAs. So you have that range. And I think that really helps bring our expertise as well as once you start to, you know, go into your consulting career you work on different projects like there's definitely now therapeutic areas or you know technologies that i'm more familiar with um, than i would have been a few years ago and now amplify that to the partner level i mean you have our partners who really know certain spaces very well and definitely i think that's to their advantage um when they're you know going for these projects and when they're you know helping out clients
0: so if if you can remember which is probably hard because you're two years in and you've you've got a lot of um, expertise on it now. If you can remember back in college, what you thought consulting was before you did your internship and what you know it is now, what would you have told yourself then to be like, hey, this is what you think consulting is, but this is what it actually is gonna be.
2: Yeah, I think actually, though, I very vividly remember going into it with almost no expectations. Like I really didn't know much other than face value of, you know, you help other companies. So I had kind of no sense. So I think that actually helped me a lot because it it didn't, you know, it didn't misalign at all because I had no expectations. I just was like, we'll find out if I like this kind of thing. And um, I think now I understand it to a greater degree. I think there is more. Well, obviously, because I know that uh, more than just you help companies, but there's the elements of, you know, understanding, I think the science behind it, but also understanding science from this business lens that I never had before. Um, So I think that's kind of what I feel like I've learned about consulting, that there is this whole, you know, business side to products, right? I think coming from a science background, we know a lot about the lab research and being on the bench and thinking about it that way, but there's this whole other side to it that nobody, at least from my, like, I mean, my experience in BME, like nobody until maybe senior design, nobody really talked to us about, you know, saying that there is this process of getting it approved by regulatory bodies, right? There's this process of, you know, what is the strategy to make sure this is actually reaching patients and reaching the right clinicians, you know, and, and people know about your product? And, you know, there is the element of making money from these products that I just think I was so blind to before starting this job.
1: Sure. I mean, how are you to be exposed to that kind of a thing? Right. So I think you touched on an interesting thing. It's um, you know engineers will know the technical side of things and but there's a whole other element that you kind of learn on the job um do you have any like particular skills or skill sets that you think um bme grads or recent grads would would fit in in this role kind of a thing
2: so meaning what i kind of had f- or what i learned from bme that i now use in
1: my job uh more just like like skill sets that you know like you've like kind of seen that do well in this kind of role you know like
0: yeah like technically what type of or
1: person? or business develop go ahead, Ali
0: yeah, yeah, like what type of person would enjoy it, and what would be their like top skills, okay, um, yeah, so I think in, they're not interested in you know,
2: <laughs> no, yeah, so I think um. In terms of who would like this role and what skills I think you would need, I think one huge thing is communication. So it's a very team-based approach. So I think there's kind of two lenses, right? There's the internal communication. You're able to work on a team. You work well with others. I think that is a huge part of it. I also think communication outwardly. So we are presenting our findings to clients a lot, to so being able to you know, understand things at a deep level, but also synthesize that information and be able to discuss with other people um, that the information, your findings, I think. So communication is a huge one I think as well. Problem solving is another big one, which I, I think if you end up in engineering is, is kind of a given. Um, But being able to take those complex problems and really think about them in a creative way and come up with different solutions. I think, you know, and this was actually an adjustment for me. I think I have a very math oriented brain. So for me, a lot of times there's a right answer, but something that I adjusted to was, you know, there's not always a right answer and you have to kind of think through things. And I think, you know, that comes from engineering, but also is amplified in this job as well. Just thinking about, you know, kind of the different solutions and there may not be right or wrong, but wh- how can we go about solving this problem that works best for our
1: client? Definitely. And also like there might be more good, more than one good solution, more than one right answer. Right. And also like having to be creative because these are, you know, difficult problems that they're presenting you. With. Right, um, right. Speaking about problem solving, um, I think it's it's a well known rumored kind of a thing that when you do apply for you know consulting roles, there's the big case interview. Can you give a super brief uh, kind of rundown on what the case interview is and how you best prep for it? Right.
2: So, case interview. I mean, with most jobs that I think you get out of college now there's usually some sort of technical aspect right something that assesses how well you would do on the job outside of just your kind of behavioral aspects of the interview and that's really what the case interview is for consulting. So um, it's really the goal of the case interview is to understand your problem solving. It's to assess how well you can take a problem and be able to solve it. So they're generally, I mean, they can be structured in different ways, but generally you have a problem presented to you um, and you're tasked with what, how are you thinking about this problem? How do you go about solving it? And then eventually what is your final answer for this um, case question? I think in terms of prep, there's quite a few resources I know and This some of it may be outdated. I know a lot of universities offer um, through their career services, different, um, you know, practice cases that you can go to. I think another big thing, honestly, well, sorry, let me backtrack. I think the biggest way to prep for the case interview is practice. So that's where I get to resources. I think there are, you know, universities will put out different example cases that you can run through. I think a great way to prep is to, Talk to other friends, whether it's, you know, other engineering friends or I had friends in the business school who were interested in consulting and we practice cases together. But running through those, talking through those problems with other people is is going to be the best way to prep for the case. I think also... Um, Companies may post cases online and another resource, I know my company does specifically, we actually have case workshops where we'll work through example cases with students that are interested in joining. Um, I know we've done this in the past and I, I believe we're planning to do that again this year. So those are other great ways. I mean, that also allows you FaceTime with different employees in the company, but also is a great way to really understand, especially you know, if they're giving you an example case it's likely to be similar to what you're going to see on the interview so it's a great way to kind of get that practice in that you need before the interview
0: and like how does that work in the interview like do they give you the case on the spot and you respond to it verbally on the spot i know it could probably vary but like how does that usually go
2: yeah, it varies. I think the one thing that's consistent is you won't know what the case question is going to be before the interview. So on the spot, you're going to be given a question, you are given some time to think about it, and so it, the level of um, interaction you have with the interviewer may vary at different companies. But you know, it, it, they can have a more interactive one where you're asking questions back and forth, or they may present you with some more of the information you know, at the time, you know, they give you the question and here's some key things you may need to know. So really that level of interaction may vary.
1: Definitely. Okay. Wow. That was like such a dense half hour of incredible, you know, advice and insight into consulting. Um, Jackie, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, I think this is going to be super helpful for students and kind of demystifies consulting a little bit. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for
0: having me. The BME Grad Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For more information on the BME Grad Podcast, visit bme.unc.edu. Right now, you can find that information under the News and Events tab. If you can, please subscribe or follow and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.